You're listening to the High School Huddle. Now, back to the show. Welcome back inside the High School Huddle. I'm Morgan Aylers. Thanks for joining us here on a hot Eastern North Carolina Friday evening. First quarter of tonight's show being brought to you by Champions Health and Fitness at 4190 Bayswater Drive in Greenville. You can check them out online at championsofgreenville.com. Greg Lasseter and his staff have been serving the health and fitness needs of uh, Greenville for over 39 years. And Greg, when he means it's a very clean and friendly and family environment, that's exactly what it is at Champions Health and Fitness Center. They've got boot camp, cycle, muscle pump, step up and sculpt, yoga, yoga flow. They've got... uh, cycling classes you name it champions has it give them a call today champions uh, in greenville again you can find them online at championsofgreenville.com go by and see them they're located at 4190 bayswater drive if you don't know where that is go down fire tower road find the fire tower it's located right behind it champions health and fitness one of our sponsors here inside the huddle our first match up here tonight inside the huddle is Farmville Central taking on North Lenore. The Jags are 1-0 following that big 57-16 win last week against Goldsboro. North Lenore fell last week to Green Central 46-14. The head coach of the Farmville Central Jaguars joins us here, Coach Ron Cook. And Coach, congratulations. What a great start last week against Goldsboro. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, it was uh, probably the longest first quarter of my life. <laughs> uh, had a bunch of flags coming out. Um, so we had a little bit of things cleaned up there. A little bit was uh, not us, not necessary, but I uh, had a lot of good things to build off of. And then, uh, again, like we, we still have much room for improvement. Looking at your the stats from last week, very impressive. Ty well, uh, Tyrell Foskey, 154 yards rushing. You had Alex Moore, 127. Your quarterback, Landon Barnes, 117. So you had that three-headed monster all over 100 yards rushing. And uh, Landon, three touchdowns, two rushing, one passing. you got to be uh, excited about what you saw offensively. Yeah, just uh, what I kind of expected out of the guy, Tyrell. He's been working real hard on uh, one of my best, most improved players as far as the physicality he's brought um, to his game, you know, being working hard in the weight room, and then just he was always pretty fast. But then he ran track this past season, finished third in the state in two A. Uh, so that helps. Um, Landon, I mean, like Landon's always been a hard worker since I've been here. Um, one of the strongest guys on the team, probably the strongest pound for pound on the team. Uh, and he also blocked the punt for a touchdown. So he had he had a what I call that the Al Bundy. He had a four touchdown game there. Um, and you know, and Alex is always going to. Uh, do what you know Alex does. He's always a playmaker there. So, but that's the biggest thing. We're we're able to spread the ball around a lot this year, and we're looking forward to continuing that throughout the season. Defensively, last week, Micah Bynum, ten tackles, really stepped up to be a leader on that defense. Yeah, Micah always plays hard, plays a lot of passion, um, and he flies around the field. So uh, he 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 came in, to, of course, stepped in, looking uh, for him to do a lot of big things this season too. Also, as a senior. North Lenore is on the schedule tonight. You're there 0-1, again, falling to Green Central last week. You've had a chance to to review the tape. What's the scattering report on the Hawks? Um, they're not as bad as that score might indicate. Uh, they made a lot of mistakes, uh, shot themselves in the foot a lot against um, that team, which we call the blue team, you know, around the way. Um, but uh, they got some matters. They got a pretty good quarterback to throw the ball. Uh, he, he's a runner also. So, um, so we got a nice uh, challenge for us uh, this week, and uh, we, you know, we expect to come out and uh, do what we do as far as offensive, playing fast and being physical on defense. Well, Coach, good luck against the Hawks, and we'll uh, talk with you next week in uh, week number three. All right. Thank you, Morgan. Appreciate it. 
That is the head coach of the Farmville Central Jaguars, Coach Ron Cook, joining us here inside the huddle. Shifty gears, let's head over to Aiden Grifton. Aiden Grifton, the Chargers of Paul Cornwell, 1-0 following their opening win against Wilson Prep last week. They won that game 10-8. They'll be at Riverside Martin. Riverside Martin, 0-1-1. They fell to North Pitt last week in the Panthers season opener, 32-21. In that game, Aiden Grifton, they led 7-0 in the second with the second quarter touchdown. Then they fell behind 8 to seven before Kieran Frawley had a game winning game winning field goal late in the game and then they had a late game big time interception for the Charger defense to hold on against Wilson Prep in the Chargers 1-0 uh, actually, 10-8 win against Wilson Prep last week. Again, the Chargers 1-0, Riverside Martin 0-1, entering tonight's contest. Head coach of the Aiden Grifton Chargers, Coach Paul Cornwell joins us now. Coach 1-0 on the year with 10-8 win against Wilson Prep. That had to be very fulfilling to you, but also tremendously fulfilling for the young men who uh, really struggled, didn't win a game at all last year. They're 1-0 on the season this year. Yeah, it was big, uh, you know, to kind of get the, some validation for the work that they've been putting in and uh, kind of give the monkey off your back, so to speak. So now we don't have to worry about any kind of losing streak. We can just kind of move on and start just, just playing games. You led 7 nothing in the second quarter. You fell behind 8-7. to seven. And then uh, we talked about it a few moments ago in the preview that Kieran Frawley had the game-winning field goal in that game and big late-game interception. Talk about that one for uh, the folks that weren't there and how exciting that must have been for your young men when that final horn sounded. Yeah, that was big. They uh, Wilson Prep had put together a good drive, and uh, we managed to uh, get the turnover. Jeremiah Pitt had a big interception and breathed a little life into us, and we we put together our best drive of the night, took it down, and and Kieran uh, his you know first first kick ever in a game. Uh, uh, he has never never had an opportunity other than extra points, and never got a chance to kick the field goal. So. Uh, stepped up and uh, kicked it, and he got drilled. There was a rough in the kicker, so he took the took the hit and the kick. So uh, uh, big, it was a big play for us, and then for us to our defense to go out there and, and uh, you know get them get the stop at the end, and we were able to get the victory formation and run the clock out. So it was big. The kids were very excited, um, you know, obviously, but I think that there's also we've tried to establish a level of expectation you know, of winning, you know, don't just, you know, we don't want to just step out there and hope we win. So I think there was also a little bit of an expectation because of the hard work we put in. So it was just kind of a combination of both. No rest for the uh, the victorious. You'll be on the road against Riverside Martin. 0-1 is Riverside Martin falling to North Pitt. You've had a chance to, to, to watch the film, to scout and to prep for this team. What can we expect tonight? Well, they are, they're like, you know, a lot of the Riverside teams and, and South Creek teams over the years, they, they have uh, a lot of athletes. Uh, they have good size. Uh, so they have all the pieces. Um, they're they're going to be uh, another really good team, um, you know, throughout the season. So we're going to have to play well. We're going to have to be able to contain their speed. Uh, we're going to have to be able to score. I mean, I think last week we had, three, we had the ball inside the 10 three times and didn't come away with any uh, scores on those possessions. So we've got to make sure we're finishing drives, and then we've got to be able to contain them defensively. Well, Coach, we know uh, you're excited. You're doing great things over at Aiden Grifton, bringing that tradition back, and we appreciate you being inside the huddle tonight. 
Thank you. I appreciate you guys having me. Paul Cornwell joining us here inside the huddle, the head coach of the Aiden Griffith Chargers. First quarter winding up here inside the huddle. I'm Morgan Aylers. Again, thanks to our sponsors of the first quarter, Champions Health and Fitness, and our other sponsors here tonight, Tiebreaker Sports Bar and Grill, Greenville Auto World, Nash Hot Chicken, Seared Chop House, and the Angus Grill. Coming up in the second quarter tonight, North Pitt already has a bye. They've got a bye week tonight coming off their big win against Riverside Martin. We'll talk with C.J. Wilson here in just a few moments. Also, we'll be going to WCTI TV 12's host of the Blitz, Brian North, to get his thoughts on week number one and some big matchups in week number two. We'll do that inside the second quarter of the huddle coming up right after this. You're listening to the High School Huddle. Now, back to the show. Welcome back inside the High School Huddle. I'm Morgan Aylers kicking off the second quarter of tonight's show. It's being brought to you by the Angus Grill and Greenville Auto World Angus Grill with three locations in Greenville to serve you handcrafted hand patted burgers if you like single cheeseburgers doubles triples they've got it at Angus Grill also delicious cheesesteaks chicken cheesesteaks three great locations over near Stanton Square near the hospital they've got one on Jarvis Street in uh, the uptown grid area of Greenville and their third location over by Pitt Community College go by and see Jeff Kwan and his staff at the Angus Grill three locations to serve you in Greenville Angus Grill handcrafted hand patted burgers handcrafted beers. What a great combination, Angus Grill. And also by Greenville Auto World. If you've uh, heard, Greenville Auto World is under new ownership right now and is owned by a part of the Tommy Cook and the Cook Management Company. Go to driveherenow.com. Go to the driveherenow.com network. They've got over five locations. You can see all their inventory and much more. Driveherenow.com. Five dealerships, hundreds of cars. Get car shopping today at driveherenow.com and choose a location near you once again greenville auto world one of our big sponsors here on the high school huddle and they do service after the sale as well sherry and their staff at uh, greenville auto world and their service department do such a great job go by and see them today i trust my vehicles with greenville auto world and you should too and tell them you heard it right here inside the high school huddle and now let's head on to the uh, live line and talk with the head coach of North Pitt, Coach C.J. Wilson, coming off a big win last week, 32-21 against Riverside Martin. And Coach, big win last week, and you said, you know what, guys? We won so good last week, we're going to take this week off. <laughs> uh, thanks for having me on. I-, I wish I could say that, but I didn't, you know, we didn't have nothing to do with that, but I'm just grateful for the win. You know, let's talk about that win last week. You go through all of uh, uh, of the summer conditioning and the preseason camp, and you go to a team against Riverside Martin under a new coach, Coach Brian Pascal, uh, no longer there. They had a big year last year, Riverside Martin. And you, a hard-fought win. You look at halftime at 16-15. Uh, you, you got Quali uh, Bass Knight had a 33-yard touchdown pass to kill Moore right before halftime in that. And then, uh, you know, you, it's just a back-and-forth game. And you answered late touchdown to, to put the game away in the final score of 32-21. to It was 24-21 at one point. Talk about that game. You've had a chance to go back and look at the film. How would you assess your Panthers coming out of that one? Oh, so proud! So proud of the guys! So proud of my coaching staff! Um, you know, like you said, you can you can practice all summer long, but until you actually get in the game, it's not going to be the same. So you know, we had a lot of cramp in it. We had a lot of guys go down with you know uh, cramps and get a little couple of bangs here. But the guys fought hard, and and, and Riverside Martin going to be a great. You know, I take my hat off to uh, Coach Chartain 
uh, he's gonna they're gonna do great this year. And they just they uh, fought all night long. And it was a dog fight from the beginning to the end. So I'm just proud of my guys how we found a way to get the win. And that's what it takes to build up a, a program is to find a way to win whenever you get the opportunities to to find a way to win. You know, you, you talk about the heat and the cramps. You, you, as much as you train and condition, that extra adrenaline that gets going during game day can't really be duplicated preseason. So those cramps are going to happen, and you have to break out your uh, uh, pickle juice or mustard. <laughs> yes, we have pickle. We actually have pickle juice in the, in, the, in the locker room at um, Gatorade, and the guys tugged it down. And, and like I said, we I got in there and I, you know, we fired them up, and they went back out there. They they just not did not want to lose that game. My guys they did not want to lose, and I thank God, and I'm just grateful for the, the staff and the, my players for playing hard to finish this. What are you guys doing this week in your off week, week number two? It. It's good to have an off week, but generally not this early in the season. You kind of want one midway through to catch a break. Now, you've got to get ready for a stretch run of of ten games. Yes, sir. Um, you know, when I told the guys, you know, no matter what we face, uh, because I told my coaches that sometimes a bye week actually hinder you then more than it helps you because you get uh, rusty, you get off track of the schedule. So having this bye week sometimes could be a blessing, more of a blessing than it was. A, I feel like it's more of a blessing than a curse. So we got the coaching staff. I just feel like we have to get uh, better grasp on what we're trying to uh, teach this year, and better grasp on how we're going to coach it. So I look at it as a good thing. We just practice uh, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I gave the guys Thursday and Friday off, and then we're going to get back on Monday and hit hard. Well, coach, we appreciate you taking some time this morning to be with us in, uh, on your off week inside the huddle, and uh, we look forward to talking to you next week. Yes, sir. Head coach of the North Pitt Panthers, C.J. Wilson, joining us here inside the huddle. Let's go to WCTI TV 12's Brian North, host of the Blitz. Every Friday night, he joins us now. And, Brian, week number one, boy, there was a barn burner down between Havelock and Wallace Rose Hill, and it lived up to the hype, didn't it? Yeah, it did. And, you know, sometimes you hate to have such high-quality opponents meeting in week one. Uh, but, boy, those two teams certainly lived up to the billing that they're going to be great all year long. It's as long as injuries don't become a factor. And, uh, you know, Havelock was able to escape, but Wallace could have easily won that game. So I think both of those teams are going to be ones that are going to make deep uh, runs into the playoffs again if uh, everybody stays healthy. Any surprises coming out of week one that you saw that maybe some things that, huh, that's pretty good, or, huh, maybe that wasn't as good as we expected? Yeah, I think Green Central, the number of points they put up on North Lenore, and I know North Lenore has a new head coach, but they have talent there. And Green Central lost a lot from last year's uh, basically school record-setting team. So it looks like that Jay Wilson has reloaded at Green Central. I mean, it's so hard to tell week to week until you kind of get a couple opponents under your belt. But that's one that I certainly said, okay. Uh, South Central, not that I was surprised that they won, but the number of points they put up. And and I just think that's been a sleeping giant for a while. And Chris Cherry, uh, once you get to know his football pedigree and his discipline and how he runs things, I wasn't surprised at all at the result. I think the big thing with them is how they handle success now, right? And I think that's for a lot of teams. When you are not used to winning and you win game one, how do you handle game two? Aiden Griffin, another prime example. Not surprised Paul Cornwell has gone in and turned things around, restored some discipline, has some better athletes. But they went in and won for the first time in almost two years. Um, I don't know if many people predicted them to win. I thought it would be close. But now, how do his kids, who haven't won in almost two years, uh, how do they handle success going to Martin County this week? I think those are the big ones that uh, that, that kind of caught my eye. And I, I had a 
a bird's eye view of Pamlico watching them and how big Pamlico is. I've never seen a team that tall. And West uh, West Craven ended up throttling them. But Pamlico looks the part where they can compete in their conference along with that north side of Beaufort County. Week number two of high school football. What games will we be seeing on the Blitz tonight you'll be focusing on? Yeah, there's some really good ones. We're, we're concentrating on Onslow County. We're Jacksonville. I'm telling you, Jacksonville is a quarterback away from being a 3A title contender. Um, and they've got two quarterbacks that are rotating, but everything else is in place for them. And they're taking on an, uh, a rising White Oak team. Now, they've dominated that series, Jacksonville has, winning 45 of the 53 career meetings, including 12 in a row. But this White Oak team has kind of risen, uh, boats rise to the tide, and they've certainly been on the up and up since Jonathan Bird took over. They're much more physical. So we're interested to see how they match up physicality-wise with Jacksonville. I'm not sure if they have enough, but that's one we're keeping an eye on. Uh, Southwest Onslow had a 32-game win streak against Richland snapped last year, and so Richland goes into the corral for the first time since 2017. We think Southwest will be seeking revenge, but Richlands is talented. So that's another big one that we're keeping an eye, our eye on, along with Wallace Rose Hill at Clinton. And, hey, your West Carteret Patriots making their season debut, taking on a really good North Brunswick team. So we'll see how good the Patriots are. Well, Brian, we appreciate all the insight. Now, my only question for you is, where do you get these stats? Over the years, I've noticed like they've won 211 of 316 uh, matchups across the river to the right side of the road. But when they go to the left side of the road, they've only won two games. Is there like a high school Wikipedia that you developed, the website that we can find this information from? No, no. I, I just <laughs> I'm really friendly with the newspaper guys who do all the hard work, and then they're so nice to give me the information. And, and some of it I remember, some of it I don't. But Brian Hanks, Chris Miller... Uh, that's, those are the guys that they're just the statisticians of Eastern North Carolina and keep the history and, and they do such a great job writing their preview articles so uh, I really enjoy that and they allow me to share some of their information but I always like to give them credit well I'm going to tell you you do such a great job and we enjoy you on the Blitz every Friday night Brian North we appreciate you hanging out with us inside the huddle alright thanks Morgan appreciate it That does it for the second quarter of tonight's show. Again, thanks to all of our sponsors here tonight. We've got the Angus Grill, Greenville Auto World Champions Health and Fitness, Tiebreaker Sports Bar and Grill, Nash Hot Chicken, and Seared Chop House. We're getting ready to head to the third quarter right now. Third quarter, got a big preview coming up. South Central, they're 1-0 taking on Franklinton. Then J.H. Rose against Northeastern. That's going to be a barn burner as well. We'll talk with the coaches and much more coming up next right here inside the huddle. You're listening to the High School Huddle. Now, back to the show. Welcome back inside the huddle for the third quarter of tonight's High School Preview Show. I'm Morgan Aylers. Thanks so much for joining us. Third quarter of tonight's show is being brought to you by Nash Hot Chicken and Seared Chop House. Nash Hot Chicken, hot chicken, cold beer, live music, seven days a week. They've got uh, catering as well. If you've never tried their mouth-watering hot chicken, it's the Nashville-style hot chicken. They've got homemade sides like mac and cheese, baked beans, hand-cut 
Cut Fries, among many others. Give them a call today. They do catering and takeout as well at 999-5444. Nash Hot Chicken, 114 East Fish Street, Uptown Greenville, or Downtown Greenville, I should say now. Nash Hot Chicken, hot chicken, cold beer, and live music seven days a week. Also, you can go to them at eatatnash.com and check out a menu and much more. Also, Seared Chop House at 1909 East Fire Tower Road in Greenville, 756-8199, searedchophouse.com. Call them to book a table. They have uh, deliciously paired choice cuts of USDA meats, sustainable seafood, tremendous decadent desserts with a great selection of craft cocktails, premium wines, and bourbon selections. And they've got brunch on Saturday from 10 to 1 and Sunday from 10 until 3. We go to brunch quite often at Seared Chop House on Sundays after church. Make sure you do too. Tell the folks at Nash Hot Chicken and Seared Chop House you heard it right here inside the huddle. Yep. South Central, they're at Franklinton tonight. South Central is 1-0. Franklinton 0-1. Big win for Coach Chris Cherry and the Falcons as he kicks off his his reign of coaching at South Central. 46-26 over Kinston. The Rams of Franklinton fell last week to Apex 48 to nothing. And joining me on the phone right now is the head coach of the South Central Falcons, Coach Chris Cherry. And Coach, congratulations. Big win last week. It's always good to get that first one, especially when you're playing a team like Kinston. Yes, sir. Thanks a lot. Uh, yes, we're very excited for the kids. Uh, we came out and played with a lot of, with a lot of enthusiasm. You know, you jumped out 14 nothing in the first quarter. You led 20 nothing going into the second quarter. Then the Kinston came back, and they showed their resiliency a little bit, scoring twice in the second quarter. And then you guys had one touchdown to take a 20-14 to lead at halftime. Led 33-20 after three. Big night for uh, Marquand Dolphin. Had a big touchdown run to put you up 27-4. And then quarterback Jimmy Martin, he did uh, first chance to get out there and sling it around a little bit, had some ups and downs. Talk about what you saw on film coming out of that game Friday night against Kinston and how you guys responded this week as you prep for Franklinton. Oh, we saw we saw a lot of good things. Though. We thought, you know, that um... – you know, that we blocked the scrimmage well up front at times. And, you know, we got hurt a couple of times with some blitzes. Um, defensively, we gave up uh, a couple of big plays to the uh, copper kid, but, you know, he's a heck of a player. Though. He's very explosive. But overall, you know, we you know we saw some good things. We saw some bad things. Typical first first game first game things that, you know, you can uh, that you can come out and, and correct, and we hope that we, we took care of some of that at practice this week. Talking with Chris Cherry, the head coach of South Central here inside the huddle. You're taking on a Franklinton team. First t- uh, chance to take your squad on the road. Talk a little bit about Franklinton. They were on a, a, a whopping end, 48 nothing against Apex. But uh, like some of the coaches have already said in the show, the score might not be indicative of the team you'll face tonight. Oh, definitely. Uh, they, you played a strong Apex team um, out the gate. Um, but of course, that that score has nothing to do with uh, what we got to uh, what we have to accomplish tonight. Um, the very physical football team, um, you know, they want to line up in multiple tight end sets um, and, and want to try to run it, run it right at you. So you know, we have to be strong up front and have good uh, and have good gap gap coverage tonight. Well, Coach, we know you guys are uh, doing such a great job over there. Brian North called you one of the potential sleeping giants of this football season. So hopefully you will be talking with you next week when you guys are 2-0. Hey, thanks a lot, Morgan. Thanks for having me, man. Nice to talk to you as always. 
That is the head coach of South Central, Coach Chris Jerry, joining us here inside the huddle. Now let's go to the sidelines of the Rampants, the man that runs the sidelines, Coach Will Bland of the JHRO's Rampants. They're going to have a home matchup tonight against Northeastern. The Rampants are 1-0 following that big 47-23 win against New Hanover. Northeastern, they won against Bertie County. It was a nail-biter and a fist fight in a slugfest, 47-46. to Both teams putting 47 points on the board last week. And Coach Will Bland joins us now. Coach, first of all, congratulations against that win against New Hanover. Started out a little back and forth, and uh, one of those uh, games trailed late in the third quarter. You forced three turnovers on three possessions in less than 10 minutes and went from being down 23-19 to to winning 47-23. to Have you been in many games that were like that where there's such a, a up and down of emotions and the way the game's flowing? That was That was something else to watch. It was, you know, and it, it, it contributes to our confidence. I mean, last year we we had a bunch of games where we had to go back and forth, back and forth with um, teams and stuff. But um, uh, we just got to preach our kids, guys, hey, take one game, at, one snap at a time, one play at a time, and then hopefully good things will happen. And eventually, um, I think we wore them down a little bit towards the end, and then we were able to make some big key plays on defense, and the offense started rolling. Jameer Roach, 173 yards, two touchdowns rushing. You had Jason Shepard, your new quarterback that came over from Riverside Martin. Three touchdown passes. Jordan Lovett, or Jaden Lovett, rather, two touchdowns receiving in that game. Let's talk about the quarterback play of Jason she- uh, Shepard. Uh, tremendous season last year at Riverside Martin. Comes over to J.H. Rose, moves into the district. Is it playing for you now? Talk about his first game playing at, at a much higher level of football. Again, it, it took a little while for him to get settled in. It did, and um, I think he got his first hit one time. Um, he's a great athlete, great scrammer, poised in his pocket, but he took off and ran and um, thought he could outrun some of these guys at this level. And then uh, I think one of the guys, kind of like horse tackle, was slung him around, and he was like, Coach, he wasn't, he wasn't lying. They're much faster than this level. And I was like, yeah, so he had to get a, um, acclimated to that. And then once he got acclimated and started to play on their level, then um, he, he did very well for us throughout the rest of the game. Jameer Roach, that 173 yards rushing, that had to make you feel good to sort of wear down New Hanover toward late in the game. It did, and it did, and then everybody didn't know. You know, Roach played um, secondary for us for his entire life, and nobody know how great of an athlete he was, especially carrying the ball. And just for him to go out there and have a breakout game, the first time he was starting role as a running back was very um, big for this program. Now we can rely on him, then rely on the passing game, and hopefully um, start making some um, bigger improvement and bigger runs this season. Taking on a Northeastern Eagle team tonight that, again, had 47 points on the board, but they gave up 46. So this is a team that has had a lot of tradition over the years. Talk about what we can expect tonight with Northeastern. Well, the thing is, we played, we go against them a lot during seven on seven, so we know each other. Uh, we seen each other all summer long. Um, sometimes at FCF camp, uh, the Marvel Germans that came down here, so we're very familiar with it. Uh, now we're just a. Hey, it's up for them all the marbles now. You got to put pads on. You got to use every aspect of the the football team, the line, the D line, your linebackers. Now put pressure on the guys. Um, you know, seven on seven is a bunch of like four seconds. You know, in real football, quarterback might only have two seconds to throw the ball. So uh, I think our guys are up for the challenge, and we welcome the challenge that they're going to bring him. They're a very successful football program. Coach very well. Uh, I think we just ready to uh, go ahead and get this game on the best so we can move to- towards um, our next game. Well, Coach, good luck tonight against Northeastern, and uh, we'll talk with you next week inside the huddle. 
I appreciate it. Thank you. JHRO's Rampant Head Coach Will Bland joining us here inside the huddle. Huddle is sponsored by Angus Grill, Seared Chop House, Nash Hot Chicken, Green Velada World Tiebreaker Sports Bar and Grill and champions health and fitness third quarter in the books now let's get ready to head and wrap things up into the fourth quarter we got a big matchup tonight in our pirate radio game of the week it's dh conley in washington got uh, the return of uh, conley vikings to the pam pack turf and a name that's very familiar to the D.H. Conley faithful, Coach Matt Taylor, his first year at Washington High School. We'll preview that game. Also talk with Brian Bailey from WNCT TV 9 and host of Touchdown Friday. That and much more coming up next right here inside the huddle. You're listening to the High School Huddle. Now, back to the show. Welcome back inside the High School Huddle. The fourth quarter of tonight's show being brought to you by Tiebreakers Sports Bar and Grill on Smithwick Drive near the Bells Fork area in Greenville, also in downtown Winneville. Go by and check out Bram Anderson and his award-winning staff at Tiebreakers Sports Bar and Grill. Delicious wings, delicious burgers. Everybody loves a good burger. That commercial still scares me every time he jumps up out of nowhere. But uh, everybody does love a good burger, and they've got it at tiebreakers along with delicious wings and much more. Catch all the action. It's uh, week zero of the college football season. Of course, you can also catch Major League Baseball. You catch the Little League World Series this weekend. Whatever it is, tiebreakers is your home for great food, great fun, and great sports. Tiebreakers Sports Bar and Grill, one location currently in Greenville and one in Winterville. Every Friday night during the high school football season, WNCT-TV9 has the longest-running high school football preview show in Eastern Carolina. 11.05, it's Touchdown Friday, and the host of Touchdown Friday is Brian Bailey, and he joins us now in Double B. Week number one in the books, any surprises that you saw coming out of week number one? I think the biggest surprise was probably uh, Laney's win over Conley. I I thought Laney would be tough, and I didn't expect Conley definitely to win the game, but uh, Laney scored 60 on him. That was kind of a surprise. But other than that, uh, most of the games went pretty much according to script. Uh, the Havelock game, our game of the week last week, Havelock and Wallace-Rose Hill. Wallace-Rose Hill just ran out of time. Uh, they were coming back, and they have, they have a really good football team, as does Havelock. But uh, I think it was, it was a great first week, and now we're ready for week two. Let's talk about week number two. You guys do such a great job in covering high school sports and the, the high school football excitement on a Friday night. Where are you guys going to be and what games are you going to feature? Well, this week we're going to head back to Duplin County. East Duplin, the defending 2A state champs, playing host to West Craven. West Craven had a big win over Pamico in week one. East Duplin also won in week one. So that'll be our game of the week for Touchdown Friday. Uh, Hertford County and Tarboro is going to be our backyard brawl. Second week in a row, the Tarboro's been a part of our backyard brawl. But uh, last year, the Bears beat Tarboro 56-54 in a Hosky. Uh, the two teams combined for almost a thousand yards in that game, so we just thought that was too big of a game uh, not to highlight it. So we've got Tarboro and Hertford County in our backyard brawl, and of course we we'll have uh, all the scores for the night and all the highlights that we can get to. I'll be at Rose for Rose and Northeastern, and Northeastern's always a really good football team, so that should be a good game as well. If you want to get follow some the scores throughout the night, follow Touchdown twi- uh, for Touchdown Friday on it's not Twitter, it's X. Oh yeah, it's X. So follow him on Twitter X. How about that? I'm still. I mean, I, I'm slow. I still call it Twitter, and it's got a big X when it pops up. But you guys do a good job of updating the scores as they come in. Yeah, and, and we've got Jason Boyd uh, who works right beside me as far as our desk are concerned, and he's 
he's yelling out final scores as soon as he you know he gets them and he's putting them out from touchdown Friday. So uh, we try to get them out as soon as we possibly can throughout the night, and that's that's a valuable resource for us because you know I'm trying to get highlights in from other people. Uh, some of our people come all the way back to the station, and some of them stay out just find an internet connection and send it back via the uh, the internet. But uh, it's just. It's a well-oiled machine when it works. It worked in week one. We'll see what happens in week two. Well, Double B, we appreciate you being inside the huddle and look forward to Touchdown Friday, 11.05 on WNCT TV 9. Sounds good. Let's go to week two. Our Pirate Radio Game of the Week tonight is D.H. Conley at Washington. It is the Pam Pack's home opener of the year, the Pam Pack 0-1 following a 21-6 loss last week at Croatan. And uh, Coach Matt Taylor joins us here inside the huddle on a Friday night. And Coach, uh, first of all, uh, let's go back uh, a week and talk about game number one for the Pam Pack. You fell to Croatan last week 21-6. Not the start you wanted, but at the same time, a lot of positives to come out of that game. No, absolutely a lot of positives. And, you know, the the scoreboard never indicates and it never going to define us. It also never indicates how good or how bad the game was in a lot of ways. And, you know, um, was I upset with the loss? The kids upset with the loss, sure. But then when you go back and watch film and watch film with the kids and you realize how close things were and how things could have been different if we'd have done this better and done that better and all the credit to Croatan they challenged us in ways and you know that's what it's all about right now is getting challenged with different things so that way you can learn from it and continue to grow one of the bright spots in uh, your game last week was the touchdown that you scored your ride Davenport uh, 60 yard kickoff return you had to feel good about that uh, but you know you're going to need that and much more tonight you're going to be taking on your alma mater it's our pirate radio game of the week D.H. Conley coming to town a lot of mixed emotions for the Taylor household it is you know Conley was home to me for a lot of ways I graduated from there I coached there for 10 years you know I know those buildings like the back of my hand and I know those coaches and those players so it's going to be a little weird. The JV game last night was weird being on the other sidelines, but it was also a lot of fun, and uh, I'm just really looking forward to tonight. It's going to be special. Let's talk about this Viking team. Last week they fell to Laney 60-13. to They've got a lot of uh, uh, explosive weapons on that team, and nobody knows them like you do. Probably Nate Connors, the only other guy on that on you know that knows Conley like you do you like you said you've been there for 10 years and uh what can we expect tonight from your perspective looking at D.H. Conley and scouting them well and just like I said about us earlier the scoreboard is never going to define them and it's never a true tale of what the game what happened in the game stuff like that it did snowball on them last week to a really good Laney team but Conley did a lot of things really good and uh they were challenged just like we were just like everybody is and you know, they had a lot of positives to take away from that. They're going to do a great job as a coaching staff and as players on fixing what went wrong and, you know, bettering what went right and, you know, changing some things up as far as planning for us. And it's been fun trying to anticipate that. And, uh, you know, they're going to turn it around over there. I, I have no doubt about that. And they got a really good football team with a lot of weapons and they're coached really well. And it's, it's going to be fun to put our brand versus their brand and, you know, see what happens. Well, Coach, we appreciate you being inside the huddle tonight, and good luck against D.H. Conley, your home opener, and uh, I imagine uh, it's going to be a packed stadium uh, in Washington High School tonight. 
Yeah, that's what everybody keeps telling me, how crazy it's going to be here in the anticipation of not only, you know, me versus Conley, but it's also my first home game and introducing myself to this community on the football field and, you know, introducing this football team to the community. So it's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, we're really excited. And go Pampack. That's Coach Matt Taylor of the Washington High School Pampack joining us here on Pirate Radio Game of the Week, D.H. Conley at Washington. Let's switch sidelines now and talk to the head man of the D.H. Conley Vikings, Coach Nate Connor, joining us here inside the huddle. And Coach, uh, first off, before we talk about the Pampack, let's go back and uh, look back a week against Laney, 60-13, to the final score. Uh, not indicative of the game that was played, obviously, the final score, but you, you had a lot of bright spots. We talked last week about uh, the, the, the players you had coming back and some of the people pieces that were new this year one of those places that were new was the quarterback position and you had two young guys that you've had back there talk about the play of the quarterback position first of all and then we'll look at uh mr do everything isaiah crumpler but uh sophomore kabari cabell had seven of 14 60 yards in the air but really did a good job of managing the offense he did you know thanks a lot for having me morgan to let me talk about it because i don't think the score was been uh, in you know indicative of the game uh so you know, I think it was a great opportunity for those young guys. We knew there was going to be some struggle. Obviously, we didn't want to have as many turnovers we had. And I think it's always easy anytime there's a turnover to point a finger at the quarterback because he touches the ball. But there was a lot of other things that happened just all the way around that a great team brings out in you. Um, and I thought they got first game varsity game experience. I'm very proud of that. I enjoyed watching film with them, learning. They, they came back ready to go and learn from it. And, uh, they did some nice things in the game. A lot of stuff we got to still build on, and I think the first thing is taking care of the football. And that's not just on throwing the ball. That's on handing the ball off and everything else. And, but I'm proud of the experience they got against a very quality opponent, uh, and I look forward to them growing going forward in this next week. You're, it seems like over the years you've had one or two guys that's sort of your go-to guys. And this year, Isaiah Crumpler, he's been with you since he's been a freshman, wide receiver, defensive back. He had a 79-yard touchdown kickoff return, blocked an extra point, had an interception, fumble recovery, double-digit tackles. Wow. Yeah, talk about a football player. Man, it's just he does so many different things. Uh, you just can't you, – you pop on the highlights of him. He might not have a long touchdown catch or a long touchdown run on offense, but he, he impacts the game almost any time he's out there. And, you know, to be honest with you, I don't think I did a good enough job with him getting the balls in, in situations to make an impact on offense. And that's not his fault. That's not our young quarterback's fault. That's my fault. And uh, I think that's where we could be better. That's where we could have been better this past week, and we're going to hopefully make some adjustments going forward with that. Tonight, you're going to be taking on the Washington Pam Pack. They're 0-1 on the season, falling to Croatan last week. And uh, the guy on the sidelines, we mentioned him a few moments ago, talked with him a few moments ago, Matt Taylor, longtime member of your staff, over 10 years, graduate of D.H. Conley, you know, basically like a brother to you and had the opportunity to go to Washington and be the head man. Uh, what does that make you feel when you see one of your, your assistant coaches moving on and moving up That you know that's a family member to you? Uh, it is absolutely amazing. Um, you know, it's a great compliment to our coaching staff. It's a great compliment to our program. Uh, and it's obviously a great compliment to him. We're thrilled for him. We hate losing him. We hate him not being in the building with us every single day. Uh, but we're so proud of his aspirations that he's had to be able to go out and achieve. And I think that's what makes a great assistant coach is somebody that has those aspirations working towards that. So when he gets that opportunity, you want to take and run with it and, uh, so tonight's special with that, and there's a lot of those things. But it's also our opponent. We got to take care of ourselves tonight. But uh, just, just thrilled for him. And uh, you know, I just 
I think it's his his work with us, and I think it's going to see that on the other side of the field tonight. It'll be cool. Let's look at the BAM pack. You've had a chance to watch them on film coming their game against Croatan. What do you see from Washington? What's the scouting report? I think it's a young team that's still finding their way. Um, I think they have some players. They play with they play with energy. They play whatever. There's a toughness level down there that I think they're continuing to build on, and they're just looking for that spark to get them going in the right direction. And I think that's a dangerous team. A um, couple things happened to them. I don't think the game was necessarily – a couple turnovers in some crucial spots that, that let the game get away. They had a special teams kick return um, and that. So I think you're going to see a proved team. Coach Taylor always talks about how, you know, the growth you're going to make from week one to week two, and I think them being able to go back and evaluate that first game situation and come back and put a plan together against somebody they have an idea of who they are. Um, uh, I think it's going to be a, be a challenge for us tonight. I expect to see a very good Washington football team out there. Well, Coach, we appreciate you being inside the huddle. Looking forward to listening to the Pirate Radio Game of the Week right here on Pirate Radio. Thanks a lot, Morgan. Go Vikings. D.H. Conley Head Coach Nate Connor joining us here inside the huddle. Final horn and whistle has sounded for this edition of the High School Huddle. My thanks to Shirley Rhodes for producing the show tonight. Also to Brian Bailey, Brian North for joining us and our, all our coaches as well. And then our fine sponsors here on the High School Huddle, including Champions Health and Fitness, Tiebreaker Sports Bar and Grill, Green Volato World, Nash Hot Chicken, Seared Chop House, and the Angus Grill. We appreciate them for bringing us the High School Huddle each and every week. Without them, we couldn't put it in your radio. I'm Morgan Ayler. That about does it for the show. We've got the Pirate Radio Game of the Week coming up next. Alan Vick and, uh, is going to be having all the play-by-play play action of D.H. Conley at Washington. I'm Morgan Ayler. So long, everybody. You've been listening to the High School Huddle, brought to you by Tiebreakers, Champions Health and Fitness, Angus Grill, DriveHereNow.com, Sear Chop House, and Nash Hot Chicken. Tune in next week for another edition of the High School Huddle, right here on Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation.